Want some brand new hot off the press tips from a Google Ads best-selling multi-time author? Then stay tuned to this episode. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, each month we focus on a different marketing method, be it email, SEO, Facebook ads, or this month, Google ads. And each month, each week even, I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice for you on making that marketing method work. This month, it's Google Ads, and so far, we've talked about automation on Google Ads, automation in general, and creating the end-to-end funnel that will maximize your sales. In this episode, though, we are taking kind of a big overview of what's been happening on Google Ads, what the latest tips and tricks are. We've got advice for if you're starting off with Google Ads for the very first time coming up, and we've also got advice on how to do how to improve your performance if you're more advanced with your Google Ads activity and you're more used to it. Lots of interesting tidbits coming up in this episode. Uh, We're going to meet today's guest expert, who is a best-selling Google Ads author. But before we do that, just check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with Google Ads expert, Andy Spleichel. Andy is the author of the Make Each Click Count book series, host of the Make Each Click Count podcast, founder of the Make Each Click Count University, and founder of True Online Presence. He's an online marketing strategist with over two decades of experience helping companies increase their online presence and profitable revenues. Andy has just re-released his best-selling book, Make Each Click Count, the TOP Guide to Success Using Google. Ads. Hello, Andy. Hi, Chloe. Thanks for having me on today. It's great to have you here. Um, how did you get into Google Ads? You know, I started back in e-commerce a lifetime ago, back in the early 2000s. And at that time, there were some search engines, but I mean, Google was the, was the main way to drive traffic. And so it just was a natural something that you had to get into. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, I was selling stuff online and Google was the way to go. I mean, there was no Facebook. There was no, well, there was Facebook. There wasn't Facebook advertising. There was Amazon. There wasn't Amazon third-party sellers like there is now. What there was was Google. You had some of the the old um, comparison shopping engines, Pronto, Become, price grabber, but mainly it was Google back then. And it's where I decided to specialize. Excellent. And no regrets in that specialization 20 years on. You know, Google has remained strong. I find it still today where companies, especially e-commerce, can find their biggest profitability with a marketing channel. 
Yeah, it can be. It can be a super powerful piece in the right hands and with the right knowledge, which I guess is where your book came in. So what led you to decide to rewrite your book? Well, the book originally was released in 2015, which seven years is a lifetime ago when it comes to advertising in Google. And a lot of the principles, although they remain the same, the interfaces have changed. There's 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 new keyword types. There's new ad types. There's new there's automated uh, strategies that weren't available back then. So there's a lot of stuff that's changed, and I, I really wanted to update that and get that out there. And with all those things that have changed in the Google Ad platform, to my perspective, which is nowhere near as good or as clear as yours. Um, I feel like Google's trying to make itself more user-friendly and more idiot-proof, and that those are probably all good things that have been developed over the last couple of years. Is that your perspective? Have these been good changes? Well, they are in art. I mean, they're definitely making it idiot-proof, but you got to think every change, I believe, is geared toward helping Google. They're wanting to, to make more money, and so if they're making it idiot-proof, as you said, it's because they want to make it easier for people to spend their money advertising with them. Now, will that translate into results? You know, sometimes yes, sometimes no, but that's where the real issue is. We're using some of the automated strategies and automated campaigns that Google offers. Yeah, I suppose the thing with the automations is Yes, they can take some of the legwork out of it, but if you're not investing that time back into creating better creative and better campaigns and better landing pages, the bits that can't be automated, then you're probably not going to get the, as big an impact as you could from those changes. Well, yeah. I mean, nobody's going to know your products like you, and nobody's going to know your key propositions, your unique selling propositions like you. And so to incorporate that into your ads and those keywords, I mean, Google's can scan your website. And if you have them listed, maybe they'll pull them, maybe they won't. But you need to be the one that is really at least reviewing the ads, if not creating. So the new book, the updated, caught up with all that Google's been changing book. What's the key message, I suppose, from the book? Who? What's your you know, I think it's important whether you are using the automated strategies or if you hire an agency like mine or if you have somebody on your team to do it, it's important that you delegate and you don't relegate. And so you have to have some knowledge about using Google Ads. I mean, I'm not saying every business owner should go out there and, and become an expert, but I'm what I am saying is I believe every if you're spending money on a marketing channel, you should know how it works. And you should at least know some of the ins and outs. I had one potential client that came to me and paid like $1,000 a month for a company to set up a smart shopping campaign. And that was it, a month. And this probably took less than five minutes. I mean, they were using the exact data feed, didn't change anything. And so if you don't know, you don't know. And that's, that's an issue. If the audience could see me right now, my eyes just turned on to Stork's full cartoon style because... Smart shopping's invented to, you know, it's the idiot-proof version. You couldn't spend a thousand pounds a month of agency time on that, I don't think. So that's um that's tough. This is this is the sort of thing people need to know before they head down this route, isn't it? No, exactly. Exactly. And and that's why I mean the books that I've released are all in pretty easy to read format. I mean, I I gotta admit it's it's a dry subject if you're not into that kind of thing. 
but you you know you can read it in in a sitting or two, and if you do, it's going to save you a, a ton of money on your marketing budget. I always think that's the hardest thing to find is the thing you is the level of knowledge you need to know to be able to make the right strategic decisions. It's very easy to find the how to you know how to write ad text or how to click here do that in Google Ads, but it's a lot harder to find the right where are the key things I need to know about. Where are the key opportunities and the key pitfalls to have that experience, to be able to manage a freelancer or a team or a agency, or I guess to, to do it yourself? Because even if, if you're the one who's doing the clicking here, you need to take that helicopter view every now and again, don't you? Oh, yeah. No, there's there's certain things that really you should know whether you're running it yourself. And, and probably one of the main things I would say is you should be looking at where your ads are appearing, where those are um, search ads or their shopping ads, what keywords are driving your ads to trigger? Because it doesn't matter what your creative is. If you are not appearing for the right terms, then you're going to be spending a lot of money on searches that have no chance to convert. And of course, that's not just about the keywords you tell Google about, is it? There's an element of what I would call keyword sculpting in that. Is that still as critical as it's been over the last few years with all the changes that are happening? Yeah, I mean, you're you're going to want to use negative keywords to control what words you're you're appearing. I mean, you, of course, you have shopping ads where you're not you don't dictate the words. I mean, the words are pulled from your title and your description, but there are ways through priority levels of campaigns or or negative keywords that you can control what, where, and when your ads are appearing. And is it still possible, Andy, to, to to have a great deal of success with Google Ads purely deploying shopping or purely deploying keywords? Or do we now need, if we want to be at all successful, to be deploying multiple of the Google tools? No, of course. I mean, you can, a lot of my private clients have a lot of success just using shopping. Some have more success using just search. Almost all of them use retargeting, where you're following the customers around once they visited you. Now, how long that will last just because of different privacy issues happening, I don't know. But those are the three main ones that I typically recommend is shopping, especially for e-commerce, search for both e-commerce and professional service, and retargeting for everybody. And on the retargeting front, are you, are you talking about using retargeting as the audience and then putting it out across the Google Display Network or using that across uh, the shopping ads and the, and the keyword ads? So with the retargeting ads, you can serve ads within the Google Display Network, of course, but you can also bring those audience into your search and your shopping campaigns and then increase bids based on how customers and users have interacted with your website in the past. And given we've we've strayed into the world of um, kind of retargeting and remarketing, I come across some people who are like, you have to build your audiences in Google Ads, and some people are like, you have to build your your audiences with the Google Analytics data. Do you have a preference or a, a recommendation across that? Because I think that's one of the things that people, especially when they're running their own accounts, struggle a bit with. There's the Google Ads thing, and there's the Google Analytics thing, and they, they just kind of reach this point of failing to do anything because they can't decide where to start. Right. It, it really doesn't matter. I mean, they, um, they're both Google products and you can import them back and forth. I typically prefer to use the Google Analytics because I think that the format, the, 
the helper on it's a little bit easier to use than the Google Ads. But once you do, you can import those ads. If you have your analytics account linked to your Google Ads account, you can import those into Google Ads and it updates automatically. Cool. Well, let's let's explore what Google Ads ought to look like for someone who's starting off for the first time with it. Someone who's got budget, who's done other marketing successfully and who thinks this year is time for them to get into Google Ads. Where Where's a good place for an e-commerce brand today to start? If you're an e-commerce brand and you get a decent amount of traffic, I mean, the best thing to start with is to start with your branded search campaign. So you're just advertising on your campaign that's going to make sure that competitors aren't swooping in and capitalizing on your brand equity and getting that campaign going. I mean, that's going to be fairly easy to set up with your ads are going to be easy. They're going to convert well. You Make sure that you're not in the display network. You're just serving those on the search network, um, search partners. But those are going to be the easiest. And then I would probably look at your shopping ads. If most e-commerce retailers have better luck with, it depends on your price point. If you have a lower price point, you're going to have better luck with shopping. If you have a higher price point, I have a private client who was selling pond fountains, which started at $1,800, $2,000. He had much better luck on search ads. So it really just kind of kind of depends, but I would test both to start and then see where you have luck. And that's where you should put your marketing dollars. I like that, that staged approach because it's, it strikes me it's as much about getting the ROI quickly as it is about learning the platform quickly. You know, you start off with the branded keywords. It's a really nice close knit space to start learning how the platform works. And then you work out which of the two uh, wider keywords or Google shopping campaigns is going to work for you and then double down on one of them and learn it properly before I guess you go back and test the other one. So I, I like that that strategy, Andy. Is that do do I understand you correctly? Yeah, no, that's that's what I say. I mean, you also you can use them hand in hand. I mean, use the search terms report, use the one in analytics because Google ads has started to hide what they consider to be irrelevant terms. But use your search queries report and analytics and see which keywords have been driving your traffic. And then if you can see what's converting, you can move those keywords from shopping into your search ads. So you start appearing for your search ads for converting keywords. If you see certain phrases converting in search, then you might want to adjust your shopping ads, either the title or add those to the description to get your products to begin showing for those searches as well. And now let's let's flip the coin over. So we talked about what, what someone new to Google Ads should be doing. For someone who's who's been running Google Ads for a couple of years, they know, they think they've got the platform nailed. What are a couple of key things you'd suggest they throw into the mix, change up, try for the first time to you know push that ROI and those sales volumes even higher? You know, make sure that you are reviewing your data. So take a look at the devices. Are you optimizing? The devices. If you don't optimize the the device bid, you're going to typically see a lot more traffic coming from mobile. But is that mobile converting, right? And that's going to be the question. And maybe it's converting, maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to show you a bigger problem. Maybe it's going to show you a problem that you have on your mobile device on your website. And so it's going to show you a lot of stuff there. You know, look at location. Is there certain locations that convert? 
better than others? If so, you're going to want to increase your bids on location. Is there a certain time of day or day a week that converts better? So there's uh, once you have everything down with your your ads look good, they're converting well, your keywords are driving the traffic you want to drive, then it's time to optimize the bids. And I would do that through device, through location, and through time and day a week. I love those three areas of Google Ads. They are they're, they're places where you don't have to spend a lot of time, but so long as you visit them frequently, you can make quite a sub- substantial impact on your ROI in kind of a blanket way across everything, which is, you know, as an agency, it used to make us, it was one of the ways we make sure we look quite good in, in month one. It was right, let's go deal with locations, device and, uh, and time of day. So it, it's great to hear those are still having big impacts with people today. Yeah, as long as you're using manual campaigns, right? If you're using the smart campaigns, and it doesn't matter. I mean, not only can you not change the device, location, time of day, but you can't even see what keywords are driving your traffic. You can't see what the bids are. You can't see where your ads are appearing, even what network. And so that's really, I mean, you said Google's trying to make it foolproof, and they are. But by doing this, I mean, you're really kind of putting the fox in charge of the hen house with your money. And you're letting them just advertise like they're an agency, but they're charging you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy that so many people have been doing it. Yeah, it's campaign choice is the crucial thing in Google, isn't it? Well, you've got to set it up right from day one if you want the control over your ad activity. Yeah, and like I said at the beginning, I mean, it's really you just need to kind of understand it. I mean, you don't need to be an expert in it. But you need to understand it, and probably the more dollars you're throwing at, at it, the more you should understand it. And Andy, we're hearing a lot from the Facebook ads world about how um, targeting is dead and creative is now king because of all the changes to algorithm, because of the increased competition levels, and um, because consumers want more story these days. Are we seeing the same thing being reflected in Google Ads? Is is it worth spending a little bit more time on your ads and ad copy than just on the targeting side of things these days? Well, I mean, it's it's completely different. I mean, with Facebook ads, nobody's looking for your products or service. You are disrupting what you're do- what they're doing, and so to disrupt them, it was you know fairly easy because you could target them. You know who would be interested. And you put some creative, you target them, they're interested. With Google, it's completely different. I mean, these are what I call red hot leads because they're looking for what you are selling or the service you provide. And so it's really not about creative. I mean, the creative in shopping ads, they're just pulling the product image from your site. There is no creative on search ads. You're just running text. And so when you get into creative, I mean, we can talk about display network. I mean, that's kind of was Google's answer to what Facebook was doing. But, I mean, that's probably going to go away too. So you'd be better, especially as an e-commerce advertiser, to focus on your shopping and your search ads. Lovely answer. I like that, Andy. Um, Well, look, we are going to pause now for a mind of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the wider world of Google Ads. Not that we haven't already. 
This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Andy, so far we've gone, we've gone across a lot of Google ads already. We've talked about your book, Make Each Click Count as well. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole world of Google ads. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with Google ads, which of course does include everything we've already discussed. So Andy, are you ready for these? Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? You know, I think I've already mentioned it a couple times, but I can't stress it enough. You really need to delegate, don't relegate. So don't just hire an agency and say, here's my stuff, go at it. Don't bring somebody on and say, here it is. And really don't just sign up for a smart campaign and say, hey, Google, you do it. I mean, understand at least the basics of, of how Google works before you throw money at it. I love that. Delegate, don't relegate. Um, now, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? Well, probably the most important way is look at your keywords. What searches are driving your ads to appear and are you're spending money on? Because whenever a new account comes to me, the first thing I look at that is I find and almost always they're wasted money. So if you're doing it for a while, I mean, you should be reviewing your search terms report in your Google Ads account or your search queries report in your Google Analytics and see exactly where you're spending money. And, and if you haven't checked it for a while, I can almost guarantee that you're going to be shocked at where you've been spending money. Yeah, it is one of those kind of weekly checks. Every week, go in, see what's happening because because Google will have found something else to bid on sooner or later. Right. And it really just depends on on what keywords you're, you know, if you're running an exact match, then it's different than phrase or broad. Shopping, of course, there, are, there aren't the match types. So those are, yeah, weekly at least. And um, if someone wants to learn more about Google Ads, is there a cheap or free resource you would recommend? Sure. I mean, check out my book. It is available. It's www.makeeachclickcount.com. It's going to be available. You can download the PDF version. It's going to be under, it's like five bucks. So it doesn't get much cheaper than that. Um, if you want the hard copy of it, you can purchase it inside of the US from Make Each Click Count. It's uh, another $10. So it's 15 bucks total to get the PDF and the book. If you are outside the US, then visit Amazon. You can visit Amazon in the U.S. too, but if you buy it on my website, you get some cool freebies. So if you're outside the U.S., go to Amazon, and it is priced just around $15. Nice. And it's part of a series, isn't it? So what are the other books in your series of Google Ads books? Yeah, so this one will be 2022. 2020, I released to make each click count using Google Shopping. And 2021, I released to make each click count using Google Retargeting. 
Well, there you go, guys. The full suite of advice available for you to grab right now. Um, and finally, Andy, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for with our Google Ads campaigns? Analytics is going to change. Google just announced it um, here in February that they are going to follow Apple's lead in stopping using cookies. And so Google Analytics, where you're getting the information on how people are interacting with your website, um, how they're interacting with your ads using universal analytics is all going to change. Now, Google has already introduced their Google Analytics 4, which is behavior-based instead of cookie-based. But that isn't widely, widely used, and it's going to be something that will have to be probably the end of this year into 2023. Yeah, I, I'm really pleased they've already got a solution, but I have one of my sites we run on GA4. And it's a confusing place. You know, it's not, I don't find it anywhere near as user-friendly as normal GA. How about you, Andy? Have you, you had a poke around? Yeah, you know, it is, it is confusing. And I've actually, I just partnered with somebody who's coming in and they're going to be doing a course on it in Make Each Click Count University. And so if you are confused, that might be a good place to start as well. Excellent. Where do we find Make Each Click Count University? You can get to the link from Make Each Click Count. There's a link to the university or the URL is just makeeachclickcountuniversity.com. Cool. I suspect, um, I guess, given it's slightly confusing, I would advise everyone to start giving it a try now. Don't wait until normal Google Analytics dies. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's great advice because you can run the two in parallel. So you can add the GA4 tracking and you can run it in. And I mean, don't don't have to use it right away, but you can spend, you know, an hour a month, two hours, you know, just trying to get familiar with it until that's all that's going to be available. Well, and of course, then you've got the data for comparison as well, the sooner you set it up, which is always handy to see like for like. I guess you could try and compare with traditional analytics, but... Yeah, I just added a lot to my to-do list now. <laughs> Must go and install GA4 side by side on everything. <laughs> Thank you for that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help. <laughs> um, right, we are very nearly at the end of the show, um, Andy. So could you just remind everyone where they can find you and your book and your business on the web, please? Yeah, go to www.makeeachclickcount.com. There's links to all three books. There's links to the podcast. There's links to the university there's links to the Facebook group where you can interact with me directly. And so that's really the the center hub um, that'll get you everywhere. Excellent. Uh, well, look, Andy, thank you so much for sparing the time to come and chat with us. Huge luck being sent your way for the book launch. I've done several myself. I know how exhausting they are. So good luck with the book launch. And um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. So loads of, of cool insight there from Andy on kind of what's happening on the Google platform. There's key tips for newbies, um, key tips for those of us already playing around with the platform and some, some really interesting insight on what's coming up. Most importantly, go get your GA4 tracking in place and we will try and find some kind of expert to bring on to do a session for all of you guys on that in the near future too. But don't let that hold you back from getting the tags in place. Now, you can get links to everything we discussed, the full transcript of the episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. 
gmail.com. There you can also sign up to our monthly Q&A webinar because we bring as many of the guests who can make it back to a group Q&A session where you can join us to get your questions answered about what's going on in the world of Google Ads. Expect plenty of discussion around what to do, what not to do, the changes that are happening on the platform and those big cookie GA4 type stuff too. That's all at keepoptimizing.com. Just click on the link to the webinar and sign up. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, do check out the other episodes in our bumper five-episode Google Ads Month. 88 and 89 are already live for you. We talk a fair bit about automation and getting all the different parts of the Google Ads piece working together. There are a lot of different angles to Google Ads, and we'll be exploring two more in the coming episodes. So quite frankly, the more you learn about Google Ads, the better placed you are to make it all work in harmony and bring you the results you want. If you want even more on Google Ads right now and you can't wait for those other two episodes to come out this month, scroll back to episodes 45, 46, 47, and 48 for our 2021 Google Ads series, which is all just as relevant today as it was when we recorded it. You can also find those by going to the website, keepoptimizing.com and visiting the Google Ads topic page where you will find all our Google Ads episodes and also our previous Google Ads webinars to watch as well. So you can really can binge out on Google Ads advice uh, right now. Please also tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing and this month, especially their Google ads. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.